Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, Acts of Kindness, based on our reading of Romans chapter 2 and verse 4. Let us hear what the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. Or despisest thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance? What a powerful message from the Lord today regarding the methodology he uses to get human beings to the point where they feel the need to repent of their transgressions. Have you ever noticed that when we are trying to get our children to repent of the bad things that they have done, that we sometimes flog them to get them to that point? Have you ever noticed that as church people, we tend to use shame and embarrassment to get those who have committed the sins of fornication and adultery to repent? And not to mention the guilt trip and fear that we present in our evangelistic meetings as a means to get those who are not followers of Christ to repent of their transgressions and join our church. I'm not sure if we realize that most, if not all, of the strategies that we use to try to get our family members, church brothers and sisters, co-workers and classmates to repent of their transgressions involve some negative act on our path. But when we examine carefully the strategies that God used to get us to repent of our transgression, none of them involve any of the things that were highlighted above. In Romans chapter 2 and verse 4, the Bible outlines the strategy that God uses to bring us to the point where we repent of our transgression. The Apostle Paul says, Or despisest thou the riches of the goodness and forbearance and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance? Wow! Here we see God does not use the harshness and negative reinforcement to get us to repent of our transgression. The Bible takes a profound statement here about the the methodology God uses to bring us to the point where we not only see the need to repent, but we actually repent. Here the Apostle Paul uses the word goodness to describe the strategy Jesus uses to get us to repentance. This is a profound message. The strong concordance defines the word goodness as denotes goodness in the sense of kindness of heart or act said of God. And in Romans chapter 2 and verse 4 and 11 and verse 22, it's really talking about that kind of kindness and, and good act. So here Paul is, is saying that God's goodness towards us is what propels us to repentance. So when God helps us to pass an exam that we know under normal circumstances we should have failed, this act of kindness from God will draw us to repent of our transgressions. When God answers a prayer before we get even get a chance to say the words, that act of kindness will draw us to repentance. When God answers our prayers and heals us from a serious or a serious life-threatening illness, His act of kindness will lead us 
to repentance. We serve an awesome God who knows exactly how to encourage us to repent. And it is so good to know that he never uses force to get us to that point. Instead, he does good things for us. And through those good things, we are encouraged to repent of our transgressions. Matthew Henry, in commenting on this passage of scripture, said the following. Slighting the goodness of God, verse 4, the riches of his goodness. This is especially applicable to the Jews who had singular token of divine favor. Means are mercies. And the more light we sin against, the more love we sin against. Low and mean thoughts of the divine goodness are at the bottom of a great deal of sin. There is every willful sin an interpretive contempt of the goodness of God. It is spurning at his bowels, particularly the goodness of his patience, his forbearance, and long-suffering, taking occasion thence to be so much the more bold in sin, not knowing, that is, not considering, not knowing particularly and with application that the goodness of God leads thee. The design of it is to lead thee to repentance. It is not enough for us to know that God's goodness leads to repentance, but we must know that it leads us or thee in that particular way. See here what method God takes to bring sinners to repentance? He leads them, not drives them like beasts, but leads them like rational creatures. He allures them. And it is his goodness that leads bands of love. The consideration of the goodness of God, his common goodness to all, should be effectual to bring us all to repentance. And the reason why so many continue in impenitence is because they do not know and consider this. End of quote. I pray that we will ask God to help each of us every day to surrender our all to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that we can see the acts of kindness that God is doing for us and that we will allow these acts of kindness to encourage us to repent of our transgression. We must remember that unless we repent of our transgressions, we are not going to be forgiven of them. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this powerful message today. The reminder that it is your kindness that draws us, that leads us to repentance. Father, lead us to repentance today as you demonstrate your goodness to us. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing and your mercy upon us and for this powerful message we pray through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.